All right, hey guys, Brian with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana. Again, this is episode two of our top 30 NBA player draft under age 30. Which players can uh, give us the best chance to win NBA games and win an NBA title? If you missed the first video, uh, my guest Jonathan Pixley and, and uh, recurring friend of the show who appears quite often on the channel uh, and I had discussed in great detail our honorable mention and our uh, rankings number 30 through 16. We're on to the top 15, so stay tuned. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any surprises at the top because we haven't shared our lists with, you, with each other. Uh, so uh, so this is going to be news to me. It's going to be news to you guys. Jonathan, you ready to get cranking? Let's do it. We already had a couple of uh, surprises in the 30 through 16, so we'll see where we're at now. We did. We did. But I think generally speaking, you know, this is from spending a lifetime of watching and coaching and playing basketball together. We were pretty close on our talent evaluation. We were pretty close on our draft picks. There were a couple that shocked me. Um and after you told me where they were, it kind of gave me the confidence. I was like, you know what? I want to change my list on a couple. Scotty Barnes was one, you know, to revisit. Uh, I had him at number 20. I think you said you had him way up at number maybe 11? 10. 10, okay. Um, Paulo Mancaro, you had? 16. I had Mobley at 11, though. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. So I had Mobley at 17. You had him at 11. That's about as big a disparity as we had. Most of our other rankings were within three or four. Uh, some of them were right on the number. So – uh, no more wasting time. Let's get going. Number 15 on my list, right? The screen is showing you my personal list. I have got Jalen Brown, uh, two-way yeah. guy. You know how I feel about him. I've got to believe he's somewhere around here on your list, too. Oh, is that, he's right there. 15. He is right there. So I, I thought we might hit the head there. You and I are both probably higher on Jalen Brown than most. Uh, we know he can do it both ways. He's an all-star uh, he's 25 years old. He, he's the perfect age for this list. Like I said, to just to revisit the criteria, we're pretending that we're GMs. We've wiped the rosters clean of the entire NBA, and we're redrafting with the intention that we have seven years to win as many games and as many titles as possible. Who do we want to be the face of our franchise with our first-round pick? Jalen Brown would be 15th on my list. He's 15th on your list. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say about him. I enjoy watching him play basketball. He plays hard as hell. Um, you know, he's a, I like him better than Jason Tatum. I'm sure that puts me in the minority. I know a lot of people, Jason Tatum gets a lot of the attention. Uh, part of it has to do that. I have thousands of dollars invested in his basketball cards and I don't own any Jason Tatum cards, but, uh, what do you think about Jalen Brown? Anything that, that I didn't say that you think about this guy? Well, I will say this. I never thought that there would be a day where I said Jalen Brown was the best player on one of the teams in the finals. And he was the best player on the Boston Celtics during the NBA Finals. Uh, 100%. I do not believe he is better than Jason Tatum. Uh, but I do believe he is uh, closer than people give him credit for. He is more yeah. athletic. Uh, he's probably a better defender. Um, but the gap is not as big as people make it. Does, does it give you any concern that – I don't think I'm out of line here. I know I'm biased. But I don't think I'm out of line that on the biggest stage – in, in the sport of basketball, he rose to the occasion and was a man child and Jason Tatum disappeared. Now Jason Tatum did carry him in series before that, yeah. but on the biggest stage, I did not like what I saw from Jason Tatum as a Jason Tatum card owner or as a GM, that would give me a little bit of pause. Again, you'll see, you haven't seen Jason Tatum on my list here. Um, you know, I say I like Jalen Brown more. We're about to see Tatum pretty soon. Um, I just I know Jason Tatum's offense can go to another level, and I'm not sure if Jalen Brown's can. 
And so for that reason, I kind of I gave you know Tatum a little bit of a, a of an edge, but it does give me some concern that he just kind of shrank in the spotlight in the NBA Finals. What do you think? Uh, it doesn't give me any. Um, I, he's been a fantastic playoff performer his entire career. Uh, he did not play well in the finals. I give you that. Um, but I mean, okay, let's go back to 2010 with LeBron or 11. Yeah. Right. I mean, when he disappeared against the Mavericks, pretty safe to say he's made up for it since then. So I'm not, and I'm not putting Tatum in that world. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I just don't think one trip to the finals would give me hesitation when he's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is he might have been dead-ass tired because he he was yeah. putting up serious numbers and serious statistics for the, the every round in the playoffs prior he to that. Just 40, what did he get, 47 on the road against Milwaukee? Yeah. In a, yeah. In a closeout game? I mean, maybe that's why I hate him. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> Number 14 on my list. Moving on, Darius Garland. I love him. I don't know what else to say. I'm highly invested in him in the uh, in the hobby, in the card market. Um, I like everything about him off the court. I like his demeanor on the court. He plays an exciting brand of basketball. I've said this 10,000 times. I will keep saying it. He reminds me of a sane version of Kyrie Irving. Everything about his game reminds me of Kyrie Irving. Maybe not quite to that level as an off- uh, explosive one-on-one offensive force, but the fact that he's a little dude uh, and he's got impeccable footwork he can score at all three levels. He can get his shot whenever he wants to. He's a great perimeter shooter. He's not vertically athletic, but he's very quick and difficult to guard horizontally. A lot of similarities to Kyrie Irving. I always kind of compare him as a Kyrie Irving 2.0 without all the baggage that comes with it. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Darius Garland? I have Darius Garland at 20 on my list. Um, I, I do agree. I think he's he's got a chance to be a multiple-time all-star. Um, could be the second or third probably third best player on a championship team uh, would not put him in the same stratosphere from a talent standpoint as Kyrie Irving, but would probably take him ahead of Kyrie Irving on my franchise um, because of what <laughs> I think that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I like him a lot. I just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm on this list when we're talking about seven years and we're talking about a bunch of young guys also. Um, I don't know. He's 22. I'm looking at ceiling, right? Yeah. What's ceiling and, and, so that's why he, he's a little lower for me. Yeah. We're going to get to a, a topic that I thought about uh, a very long time is how many title, how many NBA champions best player has been a true little person uh, as their alpha? Well, you got, how are you going back? Don't go yet. Don't go yet. We're going to get there. Tuck that away. But, but I want to talk about that. Um, and there's a lot of questions to be asked, and, uh, and I did the research, so it's a, a very interesting topic. The, the di- difference between me and you is uh, you've got Mobley ahead of Garland, and I've got Garland ahead of Mobley. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm um, shedding the little man concern that I have, and I'm going to put Garland there, and part of the reason is I know what I got in Garland. I still don't know if Mobley is going to be the offensive force that you and a lot of the world thinks he's going to be. Uh, I just don't know. I, I do know Garland is going to do what he did last year, only do it better for many, many years to come. And um, so I, I don't know. I, I saw him do – if he can spread the ball around and run a team that puts three seven-footers on the court at the same time, yeah. uh, I think if we can kind of taper that down and can not, not necessarily play small ball but play normal basketball without a seven-foot-one three-man – um, I think Garland can be special. So we'll see what he does with Donovan Mitchell this year. See if we can see if he can get Donovan Mitchell over on the wing, clapping for the ball instead of kind of dominating the ball and pounding the ground during the fourth quarters. We'll see. I don't know. 
That'll be the issue. Is, yeah. Do they do they coexist? But again, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking You're about right. our team. So. You're right. You're right. He he doesn't have Donovan Mitchell on his team in our hypothetical draft. I agree. Uh, and so that's one place where we, you know, we're just going to disagree on those and we'll revisit this. Uh, number 13, another point guard, albeit not a small one, right? Uh, I got LaMelo Ball here at number 13. I haven't heard you mention LaMelo Ball's name. I don't get the vibe. He's your type of player uh, from a, from an off the court social media attitude. And I'm sure that you, you know, you like his dad so much. I'm sure that kind of permeates into, into your love for LaMelo Ball. I've got him at 13 on my list because I see him do special things that, that I've not seen um, an NBA point guard do from a passing standpoint in a really long time. I see really special stuff, um, like elite, next-level IQ type stuff. And then I throw in the fact that he is, I think, 6'7", um, uh, certainly 6'6". Let's see what he is. I think he's like 6'7", you know, just a shade over 200. Uh, 6'7", 180. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. We need to feed him, Jonathan. Uh, yes. So we need to put him on a workout plan and feed the kid. But 6'7", uh, for a point guard, he, I think you can turn into a really good defender. What do you think about LaMelo Ball? Where is he at on your list? Well, I, I probably dropped him a couple spots lower than I would have because of his father, honestly. But uh, yeah, It's I, fair. I have him at 8. And I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you. Wow. What. Okay. I got a little intel that I that pushed would have pushed him up for me. I wouldn't have put him there originally. All right. Um, tell me, Woj. Tell me what you got, Woj. So, so um, spoke with somebody who went and worked out with the Hornets. Uh, you know, not too too long ago, and and Lamelo Ball was part of one of the workouts. A player or a coach? Player. Player. And said that Lamelo Ball does things that are impossible to do seamlessly. And there are things he sees that nobody else in the league other than LeBron and Luca see. And yeah, there are um, that, that he is already elite. People just don't realize it because of his situation with Charlotte. Um, and the guy I'm talking to is, is, a, is a sharp dude. So it's not like, uh, you know, he's like a fan of LaMelo Ball. Um, but he did say he is incredibly tiny, not height wise, but he said he's really, yeah. thin, really thin. And that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, so I think over seven years. Uh, and the other part that, that I did like was apparently he's a gym rat. He'll stick around. He'll be there early. He'll stay late. He'll do all that stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, his all that social media BS and all whatever. OK, I'm worried about what's on the court. Um, and so, man, I, I'll tell you, I have seen him play a little bit. And you cannot take your eyes off of him when he has the ball. You can't. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. So I have him at eight. I'm looking. And look, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. This is going to shock you because of how well you know me and what how old school I am with the, how I think the game should be played. You know, I, I have him as one of those guys with a star next to him, but I have the word close next to it where he could be the best player on a championship team. I think I he think, could. I think – I see flashes, Jonathan. I do. I'm really surprised you have him at eight, just based purely on his shot mechanics. Yeah, I mean, you hard. and your you know robotic perfection, you know shooting ass. You know, you, you, I did not think you you put you know Lamelo on your uh, on your list that high. But you know what? He shoots it pretty damn well. Go in, man. Why? His you feet are touching. I don't know. His feet are touching. It he makes no sense. But he is six seven. And, I know. Uh, I don't know, man. I, he he plays. Like when I watched him play in high school, I, it made me want to vomit. 
It made me want to throw up. Well, because you saw him not playing any defense. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, this is never going to work. But, man, he, he he might be a Hall of Famer. He really might be. I know this dude could play, man. This dude could really play. I'm, I'm really excited to watch him play this year. Uh, it does suck. Miles Bridges did something horribly illegal. He beat somebody, a girl or something. Didn't he? I think it was, it was violence or whatever on a female, which is absurd and preposterous and despicable. So, I think that one's going to stick. I don't think he's wiggle, wiggle, wiggling out of that one. I don't think that dude's playing basketball this year, to be quite honest with you. So, LaMelo Ball probably is missing his second best player. Am I missing somebody on the Hornets that's better well, than Miles Bridges? Rozier scores it a little better, but not, not than Bridges. Yeah, you're probably right. Bridges, yeah, Bridges is 20-plus, man. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, that's going to hurt him. But you know what? I mean, that may let him flourish even more. You know, he may flourish, man. He may put up – he may be – I mean, I could see him scoring 25 a game. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah, no, no, not at all. He, I mean, he can play 38, 39 minutes a game. He's young. He's athletic. He's bouncy. Um, you know, I do worry about the fact that he weighs 180 pounds, you know, but uh, it is what it is. So I like LaMelo there, and I really like LaMelo's upside. Really, yeah. really, really like LaMelo's upside. Plus, there's yeah, enough there. If you told me three or four years was our oh. winner, he's not there. Seven years, I got him. I, I think he – man, it's a big yeah. win. Yeah. If I asked you – Pre-draft, what are the odds that you would have Lamelo Ball in your ten best NBA players under age thirty? What are the odds of that? I, I wouldn't have let you finish the statement before I walked away or hung up. One of the I know, I know. And that's why I worry. Is like some of these guys, like Jaden Ivey. I'm making the opposite. I'm like, oh my god, Jaden Ivey is going to be great. You know, I watched a YouTube video. Like, I'll be the first one to admit, it. I don't know shit about Jaden Ivey. Right? I haven't worked him out. I haven't gotten to see him up close. Uh, you know, guys like that, but. All right, we've got our guy, right? This is our guy, Jason Tatum, at number uh, at number twelve. He's still twenty four years old. Perfect age for this uh, this this hypothetical seven year window puts him at thirty one. You're going to get the absolute best seven years, presumably, uh, you know, barring injury or any kind of unforeseen circumstance from Jason Tatum, age twenty four to thirty one. Uh, he's already the alpha for the uh, Celtics, even though he wasn't in the finals uh, because my man Jalen was. Uh, I've got him three spots ahead of Jalen. Um, I, I'm kind of second guessing because I think that the ceiling for LaMelo might be higher than Jason Tatum. I'm thinking maybe I should have put LaMelo higher than Jason Tatum on this list. It, the problem is we've just seen so much from Jason Tatum already. Uh, and I've probably got a sour taste in my mouth because I don't collect his cards and I had to choose. And, uh, and the last thing we saw from him was just, I didn't like it in the finals. I, I probably put more emphasis on the disappearing act than you do. Um, but you know, maybe it was an injury we don't know about. You know, some some NBA players like to bitch and whine and complain about injuries, and some just don't talk about it. Some of them are injured and they just don't talk about it. So maybe there's more to it I, I don't know about. Uh, comment below if you know something that I don't know. Maybe I just missed it. But uh, uh, I got Tatum at twelve. Well, and, and not to mention you're a Jalen Brown guy, so that yes. also probably you know hampers that a little bit. Um, he was he was the most intriguing of everybody on the list to me as far as how high I was going to put him. I have him at four. Okay. Oh, now, my God. Four. I swear to God, I'm about to turn this thing off. You've yeah. got to be kidding me. Yeah. We've talked about this. He doesn't move horizontally. His center of gravity is too high. He's not – you have him at four. Okay, if you'll let me finish. All right. So, of all of the guys on the list, okay, um, you know, like you take a guy like Anthony Edwards who we're going to get to, okay, and – if Anthony Edwards ended up being in the next seven years significantly better than Jason Tatum, I'm not going to be shocked. 
Okay. But here's the fact. Jason Tatum at the very beginning of his career was a playoff killer. Now he wasn't the best player on the Celtics. Okay. Yeah. But he was a playoff killer. He had that it. He is stiff. He does struggle to get super clean looks. It does look funny. Okay. He didn't play well in the finals, but he's been a killer in the playoffs his entire career. You and I talked about him in the draft. I was like, why are they taking him so high? He's too stiff. He doesn't move. He still looks stiff to me. I'm we, we coached him. against him in EYBL. You remember? You remember when he played for St. Louis? Yeah. Yes. I'm with you on all of those things. Okay. I'm just looking at the fact that the dude has been incredibly productive on the biggest stage. I get it. He didn't do it in the finals. I think everything I've ever heard about the guy, everything anybody's ever told me about him is that he has that it. Okay. Yeah. He wants to be Kobe. He ain't never going to be Kobe, but I'm saying he wants to be Kobe. He wants to be that guy. He wants to he, like, he lives, eats, breathes, drinks basketball. That's all he does. Okay. Um, and he's already, ha- he has a proven track record. So I think at 24 years old over yeah. the next seven years. Yeah. I think he's got a better chance of winning games and titles than most of the guys on this list. I do. I, yeah. do, do, do I think he – I still would – look, dude, I watch him play and half the shots he takes, I'm like, God, he's not even close to being open. That's a terrible shot, right? But, I mean, God dang, look at his numbers. I mean, yeah. He's better. He's better. His numbers are better than Jalen Brown. His percentage – you know, his shooting is not as good. Um, but that doesn't mean he's not as good a shooter. It just means – I don't like the shots he takes. <laughs> you know, I, I, think Brandon Ingram, I think Brandon Ingram is a more gifted scorer than him. Yeah. But the, the fact remains, Brandon Ingram is not a freaking killer like Jason Tatum is. That's well, it. That's it. You know? But situations dictate a lot of perception. I, I do agree. And I love yeah. Brandon Ingram, by the way. I do. I really yeah. like Brandon Ingram. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We're, we're, we haven't gotten to Brandon Ingram on my yeah. list. Keep that yeah. in mind. Or on mine. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, okay, you've got me convinced. I, I probably Tatum's better than Brown. I've got him ranked better because of his offensive prowess, and uh, his numbers are significantly better. I just I don't I don't own any of his basketball cards, bro. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer when he's done. So is Carmelo Anthony. I, I think he's Carmelo Anthony. That's what I see when I see Jason Tatum, John. I, that's what I see, dude. I don't know. Does Carmelo Anthony in his prime take that Celtics team to the finals? Carmelo Anthony was never on a team like that, Jonathan. I'm asking. You think he does? I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. He was never on a team like that. Carmelo never once played on a single team as good as that team. The reason why I'm telling you he doesn't, he was a problem when he was in Denver. Talent-wise, sure. But he was a problem. Jason Tatum's not a problem. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, anyhow. Go ahead. Move on. I know. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll, I, right now, you, you would take Jason Tatum's career resume at the end of his career over Carmelo Anthony's? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I, I think they're going to be one what? We'll see. That's what we say in Louisiana, by the way. I think they'll be similar. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't Carmelo, Carmelo made one first team all league. One. Jason Tatum just did that last year at 24. That's a good point. That's a good point, even though he didn't deserve it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I got Brandon Ingram at number 11. I got to believe we're getting close to Brandon Ingram on your list. Uh, Brandon Ingram was number fourteen on my list, so yeah, we're close. Right. We're close. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, you you got you like Tatum obviously better than Ingram. I just think it's he's Tatum. 
Ingram is a victim of circumstance. He had the issue with, you know, the Lakers kind of, I think that kind of stalled the beginning of his career. And now he's had Zion in, Zion out, Zion in, Zion out. Uh, 57 different point guards, different coaches. There's no stability. And that's why I think if you plug Brandon Ingram into the Celtics, the Celtics would be better. That's just my personal opinion. Not a lot better. Look where I've got him ranked on my list, 12 and 11. Um, but, ooh, man, Brandon Ingram's numbers are no joke, man. Um, I'm going to pull him up. You talk about Brandon Ingram. I'm going to pull up a comparison between Brandon Ingram's numbers last year and Jason Tatum and see what happens. You start talking. Okay, so first of all, Brandon Ingram's numbers last year were amazing, and he's an amazingly gifted scorer, and people are sleeping on him. He's He's ridiculous, okay? My thing with him and Tatum is this. If you put Jason Tatum on the Pelicans at the end of a game, do you think they're that they split who has the ball between him and CJ McCollum? Do you think that's the case? I'm asking. No. Okay. I, they I, did that. They did that with Brandon Ingram. And 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 I think it was wrong. I don't think they should have, but there's not a world that exists where Jason Tatum isn't that guy. And I think Brandon Ingram gets his shot off easier than Jason Tatum does. All I'm saying is I don't think he has that it every night I'm going to go kill you because I think he's talented enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I've got it pulled up. Tatum's numbers are better. They're significantly better. Uh, he did play two more minutes, which helps, and he takes a lot more shots. Um, Brandon Ingram shoots a little bit better percentage. Um, Tatum needs to work on that. But Tatum shot a better percentage from three and took over twice as many, Jonathan. Um, effective field goal percentage is Tatum, which really surprised me. I really thought it was going to be Ingram because I thought he's a pretty damn efficient scorer. Um, 83% from the line, 85% from the line. Both of them are exceptional. Uh, Ingram is a little bit worse rebounder, uh, a little bit better distributor of the ball. That's not a surprise there. Ingram does play a little bit of point forward, and um, and, and they don't really have a true point guard because Kira Lewis got hurt, and then McCollum's not really a true point guard. So Ingram has the ball a lot, pretty high usage rate for a, for a wing. Uh, 22.7 points versus 26.9. Um, again, you know, over three shots a game more, right at three shots a game more. Um, Tatum's a better defender. We know that. And then uh, offensive rating's pretty similar, but Ingram's a little bit better. Uh, where's their PER? I know that's a big deal. I'm going to check out their PER. I'm guessing it's going to be um, – blah, 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 blah. there it is, 18.7 to 21.8. Yeah, he's better. I mean, Tatum's better. He's got better numbers. Uh, on a better team. So who knows? Who uh, knows? Tell me this. Would you have ever thought, because I think it can be argued now, it's close at least, would you have ever thought that you would have looked back and go, uh, Brandon Ingram is going to have a better NBA career than Ben Simmons? No. I mean, I thought Ben was a can't miss, dude. I, too. I, I thought I thought Ben was a can't miss, assuming he never became even an average shooter. Agreed. I still think he's a can't miss. Agreed. But I the thing that's missing is the brain inside of his yep. cranium. Yeah, that's yep. the problem, right? I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see the weird anxiety stuff. And not that that's something to make light of, but I didn't, I didn't see any of this stuff and any of this sensitivity and all this whatever the hell is going on. So, um, no, I never would have thought that, man. Yeah, I never would have thought that. 100%. Um, and by the way, did we just glaze over Ben Simmons in our honorable mention, or did I just take him out? Well, you did. You said, remember we said, I told you I think he'd be in my top Oh, there he is. Yeah, I see him in my very – yeah, so I got him around 50, right? I mean, and that's assuming he gets his shit together. We don't know that's going to happen. All right, here we go. We're on number 10. This is the top 10, right? This is, this is where your money's made here. Devin Booker. I got him here. He's the perfect age. He's the perfect shooting guard uh, in a league where there aren't that many of these guys out there. Um, 
he's like everything that that uh, that Beal is. Only I think he's better, uh, and I think he's younger. Uh, and I might be biased because his team's better, but his team wasn't better for about four years. And plus, didn't the dude drop like 60 in the garden? And that's special right there. So uh, not many people score 60 70. in an NBA basketball game. 70. 70. Yeah. It was 70. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of points, man. Wow. And he did it like in his second year or something, didn't he? Yeah. Something crazy first. like that on yeah. a terrible team. Yeah. Um, I got Booker number 10. I don't know what else to say about him. Obviously, he can be the best player on a title team because they were right there, man. Um, I mean, they were right there. They could have beat him. I mean, if Giannis had hyperextended his knee, he'd have a ring. He's not the best player on that team. Oh, you think Chris Paul was that year? Yeah, I still think he was. I mean, I know the numbers. They could. You I think Dario Sarge? I think Dario Sarge? I had, yeah, probably Sarge, yeah. I had Booker at nine, so we were right there, you and me. Um, I, again, I worry about uh, ceiling, um, but he is also a killer. I mean, he is a freaking cold-blooded killer who, you know, he – he cares a lot about it. So like that, that takes me a long way with guys like that. I just don't know, you know, I mean, you put it, man, is he the, it's kind of like somebody was talking about the other day about uh, Donovan Mitchell, like the Knicks not taking him and then Cleveland taking him, whatever. He's a, he has a skill set. Donovan Mitchell has a skill set that's hard to find, right? Where you can initiate offense, create your own shot, get to your spots, this and that. But, so what is he? Is he like the ninth best version of LeBron and Luca and those guys? So, so where does that get you, right? Where does Booker, right? Is what what number version is he of? Um, Ray I Allen? No, 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 no. Because he puts it on the floor better. But I'm saying like, oh no, 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 dude, hold on. Ray Allen put it on the floor well early in his Young career. Ray Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying I think Booker puts it on the floor even better. But my point is in today's game, right? Leading scores on on winning teams, you know, what is he the tenth best of those? Like, what what is he? You know, so yeah. I just don't think he's the best player on a title team. Maybe he is. Maybe he ends up being. But last Jonathan, year he was he was right there. Yeah, I know he's already there, and, and he was already there at age 25, 24. And I do think that Chris Paul gets a little more credit at times than he probably deserves. And you, I mean, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg, right? So yeah, Booker was there; they didn't win. Paul comes in, they win. Well, what if Chris Paul had been there before and then Booker come? Well, the fact remains, Chris Paul went to OKC and they went to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. not so, right? So, Fair. you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just looking at it like that. Um, I, I like him a lot, though. I do. I, I don't have a star next to him as a best well, player. Well, we, the time's coming uh, where we're going to see what Booker is without Chris Paul. They're going to have to replace him with somebody. Um, you know, that, that time is coming. Um, you know, he's going to hit a wall at some point. You know, it's sad to say, but that that time's coming. He's not quite the same, and we know he's injury prone, you know, although he's been on a nice little stretch lately of health. So we'll see. We'll see what Devin Booker is when Chris Paul disappears and if he can take his jump to the next level. Um, Kate Cunningham is number nine on my list. Hmm. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. So so the same, the same types of decisions we were making further back in the list with the Scotty Barnes and the Mobley and the Jaden Ivies. Um, we we're making well not not really Ivy, but Mobley and Barnes and, and those guys, we're having to make that same decision here. But I yeah. think we can both agree what we've seen from Kate Cunningham is even even more so, even to another level. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. I Where is he on your list? I have him at 13 on my list. Uh, so we're not far off. Now I will I will say <clears throat> he was one of 
two or three guys that I really struggled with because when I first looked at the list, I, I initially had him up as high as like number nine. Um, and so I, I, I dropped him to 13 after, because again, I'm going back to who am I starting my team with to go win titles or to go win a bunch of games and put myself at a high seat. And to me, I just don't have enough of a, 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 a runway with him yet. Um, yeah. But he's, I mean, there's that gap to me. Like, if you told me seven years from now he's the he's the fifth best player in the league, I'm not going to be shocked at all. If we redid this list next year, and I told you you're going to put him top five on your list, you would not be shocked. No, not at all. One more, one more season, one more, you know, addition to his body of work might be enough to eliminate any doubt. Depends on the leap, right? This is the season – Let's see what kind of leap he takes. He's got some guys around him. They're young. They're not supposed to win anything. Um, but, you know, the good news is he's got talented players around him. But the even better news is that he's still the unquestioned alpha, I think. And I think, um, like, when I look at Barnes and Mobley and I put those guys ahead of him by a spot or two, right, it's uh, – I, I look at those two and I take into account the fact that those guys are in semi-winning situations already. And so I think that matters. They're, you know, like their development is going to be different. Kate Cunningham's a super smart dude, but you're in Detroit. I don't care how good a guy you are. Like losing is toxicity, man. I mean, it's bad, you know? And so I just wonder, does that hamper his development? There's a lot of what ifs with him, but I love his game, dude. I really yeah. do. I, I liked him in college. I love him, you know? So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. The great ones figured out. Um, you know, LeBron figured it out. He was in Cleveland, which was like the worst place to be, I guess, around that time. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if he figures it out. I like Cade. Uh, I'm really high on Cade. Um, I think he checks every single box, uh, every every single box. I think he's got prototypical plus size. I think he can guard enough. Uh, I think he's built enough physically, like with, <laughs> you know, uh, not just height and length. Uh, I think he can score. I think he can pass. Uh, I think he's well-rounded. Um uh, I just think he's everything you would want in that, you know, high usage rate combo guard type, you know, give me the ball and let me make every single thing happen. Just like Doncic does, just like Harden did, you know, just like those guys did. I think he's got that. We just haven't seen enough body of work yet, but I think we're both excited to watch what he does this year. This was tough. This was really freaking hard for me. And this is where we're finally going to get to talk about little people. And when I mean little people, I mean, Six, let's say six, two and under. Okay. When is the last time? In fact, name every time you can think of based on your vast knowledge of the NBA history. I know you and I pour into the NBA history. Start naming alphas that were six, two and under that hoisted the trophy that won the title. So I don't count. I don't count Bob Cousy because Bill Russell was still the best player on that team. Unquestionably. Even though Bob Cousy was the MVP of the league that year. Um, he so, wasn't. I mean, well, he was, but he was. Right. Bill Russell was the guy, right? Yeah. So it's not Kuzi. So, so you move forward. One guy you and I hate, and you're not going to okay. Of course. Isaiah. Isaiah's really the guy because there's not another one that's tiny like that that's done this. AI went to finals. Chauncey Billups was not a small guy. Um, and so it's really just Isaiah, and that's it, dude. I that's mean, it's end of the list, you know. Um, Period. Jonathan, yeah. period, yeah. end of story. That's it. Yeah. Trey Young, and that's why I struggle because 
he's so freaking good. Um, like his numbers are preposterous. I think people are starting to take him for granted, um, but they just don't do it. And, and a lot of people have a lot of money invested in his cards. You don't need to win a title for your cards to be valuable. But if you want to be transcendent and you want your cards to be valuable 25 years from now, like really valuable, you got to have one. You got to have two. You got to have four. And in NBA history, he tells us, it ain't happening, man. Isaiah was that really rare anomaly, that rare exception where little people are the alpha. And so um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he teams up with somebody and he's the beta. I don't know. Uh, but I've got him eighth on my list just because he's so special and we've seen enough of him. And I also do think he gets a bad rap because his career is going to be inextricably woven with Luka Doncic's, and that is just not fair because I think you know, we'll get to that in a second, but I think Luka Doncic is transcendent, and I think Trey Young is an exceptional basketball player and a Hall of Famer and all those things, but I think Luka Doncic is on a very short list of, of people that I've seen at his age where I can say he is on a fast track to the top 10 greatest players that ever lived. Yeah. Um, there's not many people that I've ever said that. I said it when I saw LeBron, obviously I was like, God, even without being able to shoot a ball coming out of his rookie year, we both looked at him. We're like, Oh, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Uh, Doncic is the, is the next one. Even Durant. I, I didn't think, I didn't think that about Durant when I saw him, I thought, man, this monk this is the next ice man. You know, I thought this is the next 30 point score. I didn't think fast track to top 10 players. Doncic, that's what I see. And I think Trey Young's always compared to him, Jonathan. It's kind of yeah. just not fair. It's kind of desensitized people to his ability. Well, it's a, it's a silly comparison, first of all. But it's uh, I have Trey Young at 12 on my list. Uh, I could have dropped him lower uh, than that. And he was another guy, like like I told you with Cunningham, I was, I was confused because, again, I go back to why am I start who am I, I'm starting this team to do what? And that's to win. Trey Young does not play winning basketball. Now, does he not play winning basketball because of what's around him? I don't know. But he did the same thing in Oklahoma, right? Um, they probably were a little better than they were supposed to be, though, because of him. The Hawks were probably a little better than they were supposed to be because of Trey Young. His offensive genius is in, unquestionable. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But to me, if I'm starting a team to try to go win as many games as possible, win titles, he's miserable to play basketball with in my opinion. Okay. Um, and I think that, and, and that's all I have to go on right now because I haven't seen anything else. If I thought there was potential to change, then yeah, he would have to be the beta on a championship team. Yeah. Willing to do that. I don't know. And then you, you, you put on top of that, the fact that he's never going to be a good defender. So, you know, at, at, at the most important defensive position, probably in the league, Right. I mean, you have to be able You're to always covering for him defensively. Yeah, and that's right. what DeJounte Murray is doing in the city of Atlanta. That is right. all, that is exactly why he's there, even though it's not a perfect fit offensively. Right. He's an elite defender. Like he's next level shit, man. And so he's there to cover that gap, you know, in your defensive roster. So I think I, I kind of honestly, I kind of compare him to a, a Westbrook type, not the style of play at all. Don't right. Of course. Of course. Just just amazing statistics because he's so gifted and because Trey Young's so skilled. Um, but does it translate to wins? I just don't think – I mean, James Harden's proven it. You don't win playing like that. You just don't. And James Harden's as skilled a dude as you've ever seen. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I do think Trey Young, I, I think he has it, though. Like, I think he has fire. I think he, 
think he wants the ball in those clutch moments, all that stuff. I just, I don't know. I, I don't well, I have 12. I have a 12. Yeah. I, again, it's no slight. We, we think he's the 12th best player on earth under age 30, right? And, and the other names that are on here are guys that are, you know, just as exceptional and just as gifted. But I mean, I just keep going back to the deal where, you know, I have him here because I think he's going to win. He, he's capable of winning a hell of a lot of games. And I right. think it is the way he plays basketball, I think will develop over time. And as he matures, cause he's still only 23 years old. I'm still really young. Little people can't impose their will in the playoffs. It's just officiated differently. I don't like the fact that it's officiated differently. I don't. Right. Um, I think it's cost my favorite team a title. Uh, I think that Celtics series was an absolute joke the way they officiated the Bucks and the Celtics. Um, but that's, that's playoff basketball. I mean, it's not like it was a surprise. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. Little tiny creatures can't impose their will on other gigantic giants that walk the planet. <laughs> that's what the NBA is, man. Um, you but know, the question what is happens this- when DeJounte Murray or Kate Cunningham guards Trey Young, and then, you know, the guy that's guarding John Collins is uh, Scotty Barnes, who yeah. switches freaking everything. I just don't. I think it's over. I think it's a wrap, man. I don't think that that high pick and roll ad nauseum basketball works when you've got two elite defenders. Um, you, you just can't have a big void like that on the defensive end. Um, That's the issue too with little people. Is I mean, if you look at my list and you go, wait a minute, you have you have Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley ahead of Trey Young over the next seven years. Look, most people look. If you'd have asked me, you know. I don't know, two years ago, I'd have said, yeah, that's crazy. You're right. But just watching the way he plays and watching how it affects other guys on a team, and I'm just looking at upside, look, I may be dead wrong. I mean, that dude may get – they may get, you know, another freaking stud wing. Like, what happened if – what happens if a guy like Durant shows up in Atlanta? It's not happening, but I'm saying, what if what if that happened? You think Trey Young would be willing to play off the ball if Kevin Durant were on the floor? Yeah, I think he would. I do. Okay? That changes everything for him. Right, of but, course, but he can't be the best guy. That's my whole point. So I can't start my team with him ahead of somebody's. Yeah. Uh, um, and then going back to our deal, you know, about little people not winning titles. I mean, I, I don't cons- I, people are going to be screaming at the screen saying Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. I, I don't. He's not. He's not little like Trey Young. He's just yeah. not. And I know they list him like they list Steph Curry as six two one eighty five, but I think Steph Curry was like six four. Like that's not right. Yeah, he's almost 6'4". That's I don't think that's right. I think he's like 6'4", 185, 190. I had a couple guys tell me you don't realize how big he is. Like, Yeah, that's different. Like 6'4 and 6'2 are very different, and Trey Young's 164 pounds. Yeah. Um, it's just hard for little guys that's like that. probably 200 pounds now, too. Yeah. And, and then look at Steph Curry, how much he struggled. I mean, he's never – I mean, this was the first year he won the NBA Finals. I mean, he was obviously off the charts. Insane, ridiculous, man. Um, you know, just transcendent for sure. So – I got Trey Young at eight, but ironically, I do not have him highlighted. And I'm highlighting players that I think can be the best player on teams that win titles. Okay. Um, and so, again, remember the criteria was not just winning titles, but winning as many games as possible. So you have Tatum as the best player on a title team. Because he was there. Okay. I didn't think you would have done that. He wasn't the best player in those finals. For sure. But he was the best player on the team. I have to admit it by a small margin, but my margin. And he was there, man. I mean, he was a couple games away from being that. And so was Booker. That's why I got Booker highlighted. He was right there. He was it was it was almost him. It was almost him at age 24. But it was almost both of them at age 24 and 23, Jonathan. Bro, then how do you have these guys listed so low? You mean, how do I have Trey Young ahead of these guys? 
Yeah. Uh, because because it's going based on wins. And I think I think Trey Young's going to – I mean, from what I've seen from Trey Young, I mean, I don't think he's got a better chance of winning a title than LaMelo Ball, but I think he's got a better chance of winning games upon games upon games upon games. Okay. And remember, we're also – we're also eliminating any uncertainty. I know what I'm getting in Trey Young. I still don't know what I'm getting in LaMelo Ball. I don't know what I'm getting in LaMelo Ball, but I think LaMelo Ball's upside might be higher than Trey Young, but he might not get there until age 27 or 28. But I guess my point is this. You know what you're getting from Tatum, and you I have do. him as the best player on, on a title team, potentially, and they've been there. Trey Young's never been there. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Get his ass out of there. Here's what I'm going to do right here for you. I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to go here. There. Let's keep going. All right, go. Go after Trey Young. I got Zion. You had Zion 29. You legitimately had Zion 29 because of one story you heard about him eating uh, Raisin Canes at a a team meal. That's not why I had him as that. Give me more, then. You're going to have to do a lot more because you've got a lot of people that are shaking their head, looking at the screen. You know, his entourage this, his entourage that. Dude's 22 years old. You're, you're worried about his feet and his weight That's primarily. It. The whole thing. And I'm not sure he's going to be disciplined enough. But even if he is disciplined enough, the fact remains he has foot injuries that started in high school. People don't realize that. Okay. Then obviously came out in college. Okay. That shoe thing, that I mean, that's a foot issue that started in high school that created that. And then – he comes to the league and he's got this and he doesn't control his weight. Even if he controls his weight, I am concerned. It's a Joel Embiid thing for me, okay? Even though Embiid has been healthier, right, you and I would agree that that would be our biggest concern with him. My deal is with Zion, and he has been transcendent when he's on the floor. Yeah, I'm telling you, if he were healthy, if you could tell me he's healthy, he's three, maybe four on my list, Okay but I don't trust that he's going to be there at the end of the yeah. day. And so that's why he's off. So that, that's why these lists give me anxiety, dude. I literally was trying to put this list together and I'm like, Trey young is like incredible, but he's little. And I was like, I, I don't think he has a better chance of winning a title in a mellow ball, but look what he's done. And then I go back to all NBAs and all stars and, and leading league and assists and all that. And Zion, look, here's the reality. Zion. Okay. When he was fat. Average 27 a game on 60% shooting. So, like, he is unbelievable. There's never been anybody like him. Yeah. He's, he's a poor rebounder, average rebounder at best. Okay. Yeah. He is a completely unwilling defender. Why is he a poor rebounder? Uh, because he doesn't care enough to go get the ball. That's exactly what I thought you would say. I agree. Right. I agree. That's an effort issue. It, obviously, he's got the body to do it. <laughs> We've seen people with that, not the same body, but – Similar bodies, but not quite the stature. Be great rebounders, right? Well, he averages seven rebounds a game, eight rebounds a game. He ought to get seven offensive rebounds a game. Yeah, you're right. You know, um, people want to compare him to Barkley. First of all, it's not as far off as people think because Barkley was freaky athletic in Philly. Not not like Zion, but not like Zion. Yeah. But Barkley was a goddamn animal when it when yeah. it came to going after the ball. You know, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I'm with you. I, look, I don't. I don't have first issue with you putting Zion that high. These two, these two guys are miserable. The only difference is I don't think Zion can win a title as the best player. I don't believe that. I, yeah. I don't believe that because again, um, the playoffs are different, and I just don't think he's ever going to develop a proficient outside shot. His release is slow. His release is funky. He's turned sideways. His mechanics are terrible. Um, 
I don't see him having a mid-range game because I've never seen him shoot a dribble, step back, pull up. I've never seen him shoot a plain pull up. Have you? No, but maybe it's because he doesn't need to because he put his ass on the rim. I mean, maybe LeBron, I don't know, but LeBron didn't. He didn't at the beginning when they lost in the finals to the Spurs. They sunk every ball screen, and I know, I know, but but LeBron came out of the gates at least taking and missing threes. True. You know, Zion's not going to develop into a three point shooter. You he might shoot threes like Tayshawn Prince shot threes if he's wide open, but right. usually you're wide open for a reason. I just worry he's not a three-level scorer. That's what I worry about. And I worry that as his athleticism wanes, I think his lack of skill is really going to be exposed. Like, I think he hits a wall really – like, I'm not saying when he'll hit the wall, but when he hits it, yeah. it's going to be very abrupt. So, why not Tatum ahead of – oh, you don't have Tatum on the list anymore. I'm sorry. Why no, not? I don't even know who you're talking about. Why not Booker ahead of him? You know what you're going to get from Booker. And you think he can be the best player on the title team. That's a good point. You make a good point. I probably need to rethink my list. I'm just saying. Why not Cade Cunningham? Why not Cade Cunningham ahead of Zion? That's a good point, too. I think because Cade Cunningham has still yet to do freakishly ridiculous things on a floor that you're like, oh, my God. Right. I, I feel like when I see Zion Williamson, like one of the only people that I've ever seen in my life, like pro athletes, it's made me think what I think when I see Zion is like Bo Jackson. You know, you see well, these people, like special people, like like special people, like they're just. And so when I see that, and I, and I guess, I guess really, I'm, I'm throwing consistency out the window when I see Zion. Maybe because I'm so easily, uh, I'm in a trance, you know, just from watching him do things that none of these other people on this list can do. To be quite honest with you, I um, think I think he really there's a. Like, there's a legitimate truth to – I think he could go lay it in or dunk it every time if he wanted to. Or at least get fouled. Or get fouled. And and, and people back off of him. And he still can get He's there. still doing it. They're gapping the hell out of him. But Man. if you gap him too much, you get the running start. It's the same problem you have with Giannis. Right. You know, speaking of. All right, let's keep moving. You're right. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit it. I probably have Zion too far up here. He lacks skill. He's got injury concerns. He's got ethics, uh, not ethics, uh, work ethic issues. I need to revisit this issue. I need to revisit this list. I feel like LaMelo is too low, too. I think LaMelo should be moved up as well. I don't know. It's tough because all those guys ahead of him are really good. Yep. Uh, let's go to number six on my list. On my, Where'd you have Zion on your list? 29? Remember, 29 slash three or four, right? I mean, it's, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you're covering your ass. You just don't want to say anything because. Well, I do. I'm telling you, I don't want him on the list. <laughs> I got Joel Embiid number six. Where you got Joel? I got to believe he's right around there for you. Same spot. Same yeah, spot. same spot. Uh, you know, if he was 24, I, I might even have him higher. Uh, there's not much more to go because the next guys are studs. But um, 28 means he's 35 at the end of our seven-year hypothetical. That's old for a guy with, you know, back injuries. Although it looks like he's put a lot of them behind him. Right. Uh, we know how back injuries kind of revisit players, especially gigantic people. Uh, is he the biggest guy in the NBA? Yes. I think he is too, don't you? I yeah, think he's the biggest dude. As well, because he's 300 pounds, I think. Isn't he? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody out there is bigger. Not not necessarily a better big man. I'm just saying just like actually bigger human being. I think I think Joel Embiid's probably the biggest. He's a special player, man. Um, will he be remembered the same way as Ewing and um, you know, like uh, Ewing, Olajuwon, uh, Stephen no. Adams? That was good. Um, Ewing, Ewing-ish. Um, but hell, even Ewing 
was always in the Eastern Conference Finals or, all, or made it to the finals. That's a good point. You know, um, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not putting him there because look, Patrick Ewing is in the 25 or 30 greatest players of all time. Will Embiid be that? We well, are done. Let's let's remember. I'm asking, will he be that? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. What if he makes five more straight All NBA teams? He's um, still got to go. He's got to get his team to the finals, man. He's got to got to do that. I mean, to, wait, wait, to, how many times did Ewing do it? Twice. Twice or once? Twice. Just, once in the strike shortened season, and then the other year when the Bulls, when Jordan was playing baseball. Okay. Yeah, I mean they lost both of them, but I mean they were there. Who did they lose to? They lost to the Rockets. And then the Spurs and the strike short Spurs. Yeah. Spurs. Second year. Yeah. Robinson. Yeah. See, that's the other thing about Robinson. Robinson wins two titles when he's the second best player on the team. Fair. Alpha titles mean a lot more than beta titles, dude. I'll, I'll, I'm with you on that. You and I always agree on that. And when we talk about it, people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. you've got there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. There's a big difference, man, between being the man and being Robert Ori. There's a big difference. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to say it. And then sometimes it's that gray area with Kobe and Shaq. I mean, I know you don't think it's gray, but, like, sometimes it's a gray area. Like, if the Celtics would have won it, I'm giving Jalen Brown the alpha title, right? <laughs> well, he won. He'd have won the finals MVP. He would have won the finals MVP. It would have been an argument that I would have made. I can tell you that right now. I might have, I might not have been a, you know, logical one, but I would have made it. No, he'd have won. Embiid is six on our list. If Embiid was – you know, perfectly healthy and had a perfectly healthy career to this point, uh, we might be singing a different tune, you know, about where he fits historically. Because he missed, what, three, four years? Oh, man, look, if he's healthy. What is he, 28? He probably missed four full basketball years. Yeah. Of re I mean, he could have been all NBA in those years as well. Yeah, I think, um, I think he also, you know, uh, if he would have spent more time on the block – uh, being willing to be double teamed so the ball could come out, you know, a little bit. And, and I think his team's better, but he he hates it. So that's why he wants to play the face-up game. Um, yeah. But I, I think that, you know, does he, does he play winning basketball? Well, he hasn't to date. I'm not saying he doesn't play winning basketball, but he hasn't won to date. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's – look, that's what all of this is measured on, all of what we're talking about. It's wins yeah. and titles. That's it. Yeah. Does he win an MVP before his career is over? You think, I think he really? I think he yeah, well, let me take that back. Well, hold on. <laughs> he will have to do it in the next two years. If he doesn't do it in the next two years, he won't do it. I just think at some, like in the next two years, probably next year's his best chance, even though I think Giannis is going to win it again, that it, it will happen where because he's been the runner up, what, three times? You know, that, that, that BS way that the writers go about it. I don't see it happen. He, he's, He's not the best. I mean, he needs help. He needs some injury help because he is not a better player than Giannis, and he's not on a better team than Giannis, and he's not a better player than Jokic, and I don't think he's on a better team than Jokic, although they're comparable. But um, if Harden is healthy, if – Oh, that's true. You, you make a great point. We don't know. I mean, Philly could win the East, right? I mean – My point. Not not question. Player. Look, he can win MVP this year. He's still not the best player in the world, period. Yeah. We've seen it a million times. We know that. Yeah, we know what MVP means. It doesn't necessarily go to the best player. All right, number five on my list, I got uh, John Morant. I got another little guy, man, and um, this is too high. I'm already regretting putting him up here. Um, 6'3", 174, an inch taller and 10, 15 pounds heavier than Trey Young, but still a little person. He doesn't um, play ball. Too he high. I no, I love him. I have him at 5'2". 
I, I, I love it. I think I think he is a freaking killer. And I know he's little, but he doesn't play small. And he is a – I think he's a true leader. I think he's a freaking winner. I think he's won everywhere he's been. I think he plays winning basketball. Um, I don't think he guards like he should, but, you know, who does anymore? Um, but – but no, I think he can unquestionably be the best player and leader on a championship team, and I would definitely put him as high as five. Yeah. If you had ten thousand dollars and I made you bet yes or no, John Morant wins an MVP in the NBA. Oh, I'd bet yes for ten thousand dollars. I yeah. would too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. One, you say one? Yeah, for sure. One. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Man, he plays a brand of basketball that is very appealing to basketball card collectors. Let's put it that way. There's a, you would be shocked. I know you don't dabble in cards much, but there's a humongous Vince Carter following out there because he played a brand of basketball that appealed to people. Um, You know, and so I think John Morant checks that box as well. Um, So I'm excited to see, I I wish I get the vibe that he just doesn't give a shit about the weights. Uh, That worries me. Um, You know, it could change. It yeah. can change, but I don't get that vibe that it's changing yet. And it right. seems like it would have changed by now. He's a little bitty dude. I agree. And that might come back to haunt him at some point. Um, and this is something that I wanted to talk about. Like, people always compare Morant. They're like, oh, he's going to get hurt. You can't play that brand of basketball that reckless. You're going to, you know, end up like Dwayne Wade and, and, and Iverson. I'm like, well, Dwayne Wade and Iverson had really long, productive first ballot Hall of Fame careers, and they're both probably top, you know, forty players of all time. Uh, it can't be done. I mean, just because you're two guard of all time, what's that? Dwayne Wade's the third best two guard of all time. Yeah, he's top five for sure. I mean, we'll we'll agree on that. I mean, one of the five best little people ever, or two best little people ever, whatever. Right, right. So you know, look, people throw that out there like, oh, he's gonna get hurt. You you can't attack the rim all the time like that and survive if you're that little. You know, like, well, first of all, Dwayne Wade wasn't little; he was a freaking tank. He was a humongous person. Uh, you know, little by NBA standards, I guess, maybe, but really, he's built like a damn NFL linebacker, pretty much. Um, so I, I like Morant. I love the way he plays. Um, you're starting, I get the vibe that every single person on his team loves the guy and wants yeah. to be on his team. I think all of those people would be damn pissed if they got traded. That's, that's the yeah. vibe I get with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't get the same vibe with, with a Trey young. Um, that, that's just me, man. Um, I'm with you hundred percent. I think yeah. he, 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 he is infectious to a city. Right, I think he he does that. I mean, that's so. his city for sure, man. There ain't no doubt about that. That's his city. Yeah. I got Anthony Edwards four. I got Anthony Edwards four yeah. uh, thoughts. I have him at seven. Um, when I first did the list, and I, I can see my erasure right here. Okay, uh, when I first did it, I had him at five. Um, and again, to me, it's a body of work thing, uh, which that's it. For me because I'll just also, not enough yet yeah i also have him down as uh in the tatum boat and in who else i can't lamello balls boat as a guy who is super close to being able to be the best player on a championship team like he's yeah. he's at next level so now i'm you know you have him at four i have him at seven i could very easily have him at five nah he's a stud you said there was going to be um some type of, you know, battle for who's the alpha on that team. There is no battle because there's only one alpha on that team. Uh, Towns 
wants to act like he's an alpha, but everybody knows he's not. Anthony Edwards is an alpha, and that will yeah. be decided this year, I believe. It's yeah. going to be. And I think at some point it's going to cause the Timberwolves to have to push Towns out somewhere else and go get different pieces because they better not trade him. If they trade Edwards, they're crazy. They're, I think he's untouchable. I, I think there's a, a list of guys in the NBA that are 100% untouchable. I think he's on that list. You know, I, I mean, I, again, this is a hypothetical. And I'm not I'm not saying Doncic is not untouchable, but if Doncic was offered to Minnesota, I think they would say no. Yeah, I really I, believe that. And, and vice versa, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's where they are with those players in their franchise right now. I think that they would both probably reciprocate and say no to each other. You know what I mean? He's um, one of the five most explosive vertical athletes I've ever seen. Dude, ever. he is. And and I'll tell you what, man, he – Brings it from the three-point line, too, at a very early age, man. At age 21, he can get it off anytime he wants. He's got great elevation, good mechanics. Shoots a pretty decent percentage from what I recall. I don't have his numbers pulled up, but uh, I see him developing into a knockdown three-point shooter, which is going to make him 100% impossible to guard. Because I've already seen that second-level stuff. You know, we talk about scoring three levels at the rim, mid-range, and then three. I've already seen the mid-range stuff. I've already seen the counter moves, you know, um, and God, we know he can post up. If you get a little guy on him, you try to, you know, do a switch where you get a little point on him, a Trey Young or a little Nat like that, and it's lights out, man. And he's um, a good actor. So where did you have Edwards? He's seven? What I said. What would you say? He's an underrated actor. Dude, he's not underrated. I think he's great. I think everybody <laughs> thought he was great. Did you watch Hustle? Yes. yes. Oh my great. god! How natural was that? I want to punch him in his face. <laughs> he was awesome. I was I like, stop talking to my guy like that. I, really I thought he was a natural. I believe that's who he is in real life. Like, I believe it's exact. I believe it's exact. I don't think he's quite as cutthroat, but but I believe he's talking a hell of a lot of shit to people. I can guarantee you that, and it's only going to get worse. So the league better get ready. Uh, John Morant, uh, you had Anthony Edwards seven on your list. Yeah, you had John Morant where five. Hmm. I get it, but again, it's a body of work thing for me, and Ja already has a body of work a little bit more than Edwards for sure. Yeah, he's got a one-year head start, right? One-year head start, 2019 rookie versus a 2020 rookie. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. He's been the best player on that team since he showed up. That's fair, but in all fairness, he did not have a lot of people that were competing oh, for him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, we're rolling. Yep. Who's we're in the top three, man. We're gonna we're gonna agree on the top two. Uh, I think we're gonna agree on the top three because none of these names have been mentioned. So we've got them in some order. My guess is it's gonna be the same order. That's my guess, but I might be wrong, uh, and I might surprise you. Be different. I think it's gonna be different than what you have. Really, I think I might surprise you. It's in the one and two. I think. I think. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I got Nikola Jokic. Uh, do you think Nikola Jokic can be the best player on a championship team? Without question. Okay. Good. Um, do you think Anthony Edwards can be? I told you, I've, he's the guy I have that is close. Yeah. Along with, along with, uh, forget the close. Look, look, I'm highlighting the people that I think can be the best yeah. player on a championship team. Yes. Okay. Anthony Edwards can be. Yes. Okay. In seven years for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do we, what do we want to talk? It, it, this is what's funny. We've, we've bitched and we've talked and we've counterpointed about, you know, 28 players or 27 players. And then we get to the top three. There's really not going to be much disagreement. I mean, Nikola Jokic is a defending two-time MVP. He's drug a team that was missing its second and third best player, who, by the way, 
well, one of them was on the top 30 list. The other one definitely would have been if his back worked. Um, and he was missing both those guys, and he drug a bunch of Will Bartons to the uh, to the playoffs, you know, in the, right in the middle of the of the uh, standings. Um, I mean, I think the Nuggets have a chance to come out of the West. Am I the only one? I mean, I don't think – I wouldn't bet on them against the Warriors. Uh, I can see it. I think that I think they're as good as the Suns. Do you? I, yeah, absolutely. I think the Suns are overrated, first of all. But I think that I think that the Nuggets can definitely come out. My question is, where do you project Jokic's all-time fit? And like, and I'm not talking about. Let's not say top ten overall. I mean, he could be, but I'm just saying, like, as far as centers are concerned, right? So, like, at the end of the day, people don't realize he's already passing up guys like Robinson. Ewing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've got Shaq, Olajuwon, uh, obviously Wilt Kareem, Russell, uh, you know. Moses. Moses Malone, right? So, can he be in the top five centers of all time by the time he's done? He's got two MVPs. He's got to have You're talking about resume, right? Um, He is on a a great trajectory uh, from a hardware perspective, right? accolades nbas all-stars mvps you know things like that uh top five let's see he's gonna you can't do that without two titles gotta have okay he's gotta have two titles to be to crack top five we know that resume wise right he's gotta have two so at least do you think he can get two titles in an era where the guys that we're about to talk about at number one and two are, are gonna have you know well, Ten more cracks at it between the two of them? I, probably not, and I think he has to have more than two to get in the top five. I think you're probably – well, I mean, if he has four MVPs in two titles, I mean, he would get in there, but that's – Will's got two, and he's definitely in the top five. Yeah, Will that, that MVP – yeah, well, hold on. I mean, let's – Yeah, let's stop. Right, right. Okay, move on. I'm, I'm with that's you. another video where we're going to talk about the greatest Will stories we ever heard. Yeah, and that's what yeah. We can even do a video where we talk about the – the most unbreakable records of all time in the yes. NBA, and but we're gonna have to limit it on how many of Wills we can count. Um, that's a great question and something to ponder. Um, he's not loved in the hobby, man. This guy's forgotten him. about in the basketball card hobby because of the way he slithers around the court, you know. Yeah. But uh, but what's funny is, you know, Larry Bird wasn't the most spry cat out there. Uh, the difference was. Larry Bird was American born, which is very important because he talked shit and, um, you know, and he was a great story. And he was so tied with the magic that they just carried each other to a level um, that, you know, I think only Jordan really surpassed, in my opinion, um, as far as popularity and public interest. So, um, you know, Jokic is kind of toiling under the radar from the, the worldwide stage. I mean, this dude goes and drinks in, you know, his home country and like rides horses and crap yep. like that. Yep. Like he rides those, uh, what are those horses where they're like attached to a, what's it called? The, the horse racing where you sit in the little carriage and you whip the horse, the horse runs. I don't like know. a chariot kind of thingy. I what is that called? See him harness here. racing. Harness oh. racing. Yes, he harness races. What kind of horse wants a big seven foot, you know, well, put floppy 280 horse in the cart and let him run That's there you go there you go all right uh, i want to see who you got who's number two you had Jokic at three yeah yeah okay I so do. we agree on three yeah. and this is where you know this is tough man i got Giannis at two man. are we are we matched i know we're not i can't believe i can't believe you of all people did this there's and only I'll one say, reason 
and I know age, I know, is why you did it. It's, it. it's the only um, reason, man. It's the only I reason. I think when people, when, when Giannis, if he ever dies, because there's a chance he's a vampire or a robot, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you be a vampire robot? He might be. I think when they cut him open at the end of it all, they're going to realize that he wasn't human. He's going to play till he's 40. Yeah. And he's going to quit just because he's done and wants to do something else, not because he can't play anymore. Um, so let me, let me give you my take as to why I did this. Okay. Because I think both of them, I'm going to take it a step further. I think both of them can be top five of all time. Both. Okay. Now that is a hell of a lift, especially for Giannis at 27 right now. Okay. Luke has actually got a better runway, like you said earlier to do that top five. Okay. Which they're not going to surpass more than likely Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, right? I mean, that's going to be very difficult to do because Kareem's six titles, six MVPs, all-time leading scorer until this year, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Well, the, the issue with everybody's Rushmore, I mean, anybody who knows anything about basketball has got Jordan, LeBron, Kareem in their, yes. in their four, right, in some order. And then four is where all hell breaks loose because then it depends on how heavily you weight rings, how, you know, so the problem is going to be is these guys winning rings, right? But I think there's a chance, and here's why. Because both of their games now, – now, I know Giannis's game is based on athleticism and length and all that stuff, but he is starting to get the idea of, I just need to play in the post and make turnaround jump, jump shots and jump hooks. Okay, I, I, um, I, can, I can take my two threes a game. That's fine. But he is arguably – um, the most imposing defensive player in the history of basketball because at every position, right, there's, there's the argument could be had that he's that. That's the difference to me between the two. Luca is going to arguably be the, the greatest magician with the ball of all time, including Magic, including LeBron, because of his ability to score the ball as well as all the passes that he can Much make. better scorer than Magic ever was. Period. Not even close. Not even close, right. Not even close, okay. Um, he's got flair. He's got flair. He, he may not have Magic Johnson right. flair, but he's, he's got close. flair. He's freaking close. He's, he, and, well, and we also haven't seen his best, so right. that's what's scary. If, right? he gets, if he ever gets to where he shoots 80% from the free throw line, which is inexcusable for him not to, okay? It doesn't make any sense. If he does that, then he is – you pencil him in for 31, 32 a night. Like, there's nothing anybody can do about it. So, he does that, um, and, and I think you take those guys – I think you have two ultimate alpha killers that other people want to come play with um, that eventually they get enough around them where they're going to win titles or at least compete against each other for titles every year. Now, I take Giannis because of defense. I take Giannis because – and I'm not saying that Luca doesn't, but obviously from a standpoint of his seriousness off the court, this year it looks a little different going in. But, dude, nobody's ever questioned Giannis's work ethic or care or concern about how serious he is. So those are the things that separate him to me, and it's by, like, this much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like nothing. You've, every single thing you said I agree with, I just think that – a. F- Four years more on, you know, tread on the tire is matters. Uh, now that being said, you could you could flip the script and say, well, that means that Brian, you think, you know, 
Doncic has four years, you know, before he's age 27. Doncic has three and a half, whatever years. He's got to get a title and two MVPs somewhere in there just to just to keep pace with Giannis. While Giannis uh, is in the league. What's that? While Giannis is in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the reason I'm going to revisit your deal where you think they could be top five, I think it would be very difficult for them to be top five because they're playing in an era where they're both going to be in their prime for the next seven years. Yeah. There's only seven titles to go around. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if each of them picked up one or two. I'd be really surprised if either one of these guys got to four titles. I, I really would. I mean, Giannis, yeah. I would just be shocked if, if any of these guys, that. if anybody on this list got the four titles. I don't think we've ever seen an NBA, and this is just to put a bow on this. Look how many people that I have highlighted that I think – this is just me – that I think can definitely be the best player on yeah. a championship team. Can be, with the right stuff around them, obviously. This is just draft pick number one, right? What matters is the next, you know, 11 that you put on the roster. But yeah. I don't remember this. I don't remember it being this way. No. I don't remember being this way during Kobe's era. No. I don't remember, you know – I just don't remember this, Jonathan. And obviously, in Jordan's era – you know, you had Jordan and then maybe one other person, but look how many people he locked out for how many years, right? He could have locked them out longer if he had not gone to play baseball. Um, I think these two guys, it's going to be a war of attrition. I don't think either one of them can get the titles that you need to break into that conversation. And that's coming from somebody who's a uh, who wants to weight rings less. You know me, and I, I've got Wilt is my number four all time. I'm not sure who you have number four all time. I've got Wilt. Um, um. I, I mean, Wilt would probably be five for me. I'd probably have Magic four. Um, yeah, but yeah, but but either way, Wilt's four or five. However you want. And you're and you're you're a guy who also, I, obviously, you don't have Bill Russell for is what I'm getting at. And so it just depends on how you weight it, yeah. um, and how you want to make the argument. You know, I've always made the argument, and I think you share my opinion that if you put Wilt on the Celtics and you put Bill Russell on the Sixers or the Warriors or whatever they were called. You know, Wilt might have 15 rings. <laughs> that's just well, that's the thing. Like the other thing about Bill Russell, okay, he won the 11 rings. I get it. And he was the best player. Okay. Sam Jones has 10 rings and he was the leading scorer. Nobody ever talks about Sam Jones being one of the best two guards. Really? No one watching this, well, 4% of the people watching this are going to have any idea who the hell Sam Jones is. Yeah. Did you know he had 10 rings? Yeah, I mean, yeah. welcome yeah. to the party, man. Come along for the ride, you know. Exactly. Um, not that he was a throw-in. I mean, the dude mattered. I'm, I'm just saying that's what's so funny about it is that he's got ten rings, and he was a really good Hall of Fame basketball player. Yeah. And the average person doesn't know who he was. So um, you know, the fact that Will, you know, that Russell has one more ring, it's like okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Anything you want to change? Anything you think I'm crazy? Go back through your list. I want to know the guys that you think can be the best player on a championship team, the alpha, and hold it. Hold that Bill Russell MVP trophy. So I had Luka, Giannis, uh, Jokic, uh, Ant-Man, Ja, uh, Embiid. Um, so we agree one through six for sure. I had LaMelo. I had Tatum. I did not have Booker. Okay. Um, and remember, I said that this guy was super close. And I know you're like, you can't say that. So I guess I'll have to remove him. But I said Scotty Barnes, I thought, could be close to that. So I'll take him off because not not enough of a body. So, yeah, well, that's, that's where, you know, all of them except for I don't I don't agree Booker can be. I just don't. You agree, Kate Cunningham. You've seen enough. Well, I didn't put Kate Cunningham. On yeah. Because of body of work. That was Next year, you might, you know. Right. right. 
Exactly. It'd be a lot easier next year. One year is tough, man. You need to see a little more. You, you yeah. do. And I'm, you know, that's why it gave me anxiety when I'm like, God damn, how do I rate Jaden Ivey versus Donovan Mitchell? I mean, God, Donovan Mitchell is going to, he's going to make a million all-star teams and I, he's already started it. He's already done it. I know, you know, I know how good he is, but how do you weight those two? He's never know? made an all-NBA team. You know what I'm saying? That's the way you look at it, too. I know, but neither is Jaden Ivey. He, he also hasn't played an NBA basketball game. Well, I'm not saying Jaden Ivey's better than tough. Yeah. Yeah, those, are, those guys are tough to compare, you know. Uh, the, the the top of the list did not give me any anxiety. None. 15 through 30 did. Isn't that funny, you know? Uh, because I, I didn't want to be disparaging to any of these guys. Um, you know, it's just – And the funniest part about that giving you the most anxiety is there's nobody in that fifth or 16 through 30 that you would go, that would be my first pick. You wouldn't even think about any of those guys being your first no, pick. No, no, no. Nobody watching this show, and we're going to get a thousand people watch it. But, none of those thousand people would say, you got somebody at number 21 that should be number one. Nobody, of course, you know that. They wouldn't even put him in the top 10. I, I don't think. I don't think we've really missed on anything. But uh, this is the point where I invite people to make comments and let us know where you think we were off, you know, why you think we're off. Don't just say where we're off or we're an idiot because yeah. tell, us, tell us why you think, you know, we got somebody wrong in the rankings. And, and we might have, you know, sometimes people slip my memory, you know, like I, I should have, I mean, I think Kevin Porter Jr. should belongs in the, in the honorable mention, but again, sure. you know me and you sure. know how I am with my guys. He's yeah, one of I don't guys. disagree with that. I yeah. don't I mean, why, yeah. like why, why would he not be there instead of, Michael Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but nonetheless, I, I think there's some scrutiny. I'm not, I'm not talking about Kevin Porter. Sorry. Moving on. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we, you hate honorable mentions. We're out of honorable mentions. We'll, we'll eliminate that for the next one. Anyway, that's it, man. We're, we're good. That's a wrap. That was a long video. We shot this in one shoot, right, in one long video. We're going to break it up into two episodes so it's digestible for the people. Um, anything else? Any final thoughts or anything? What, what's our next topic going to be, man? Man, we, we, we've – We've kind of uh, discussed a few. I I'm telling you, I, I love the idea of let's let's draft decades and see who comes up with a better team and then let your viewers pick whose team is, is stronger. At okay. the end, pick like seven or eight guys total, you know, um, and go, you know, one show is the 80s. Or maybe you do one show where you do 80s and 90s, another show you do uh, 2000s, 2010, something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that'll be fun. And then uh, we have, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we definitely talk about, but yeah, good stuff, right, man. man. This is a lot of cool. fun as always. It's unlimited. We've got unlimited uh, material. Uh, we can talk about it forever. None of this is scripted. I literally am just staring at the screen and we're going off the cuff because this is what we do. This is what we would do even if we didn't click record on this camera, right? This is exactly what we would do in between AAU games and travel and bus trips and all that. Uh, long car rides to Disney for Orlando for AAU Nationals. We would just talk for like nine hours, and then we look up and we're like, "Shit, we're in Orlando." Uh, so, <laughs> and you do all the driving. Thank God. Thank you for that. By the way, I hate driving interstate, and you you ate up hours, man. I love it. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. As always, we're gonna get you on again soon, and uh, appreciate you guys for watching. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. Peace. Cool, brother. That was easy. That was smooth, man. That was fun. Good time. Sure.